0: We've been doing a series called The Fruit of the Spirit. Uh, Paul started a church and that church was starting to worry about things that they had to do in order to basically uh, win God's favor. Uh, they, they had other, other influence from people other than Paul that were telling them that the, in order to um, win God's favor, you had to follow certain rules, and it was basically dependent on the way that you acted and not what was in your heart. And Paul is writing this letter to try to tell people that it's actually it's in your heart. It, it's not what you definitely uh, necessarily do. Uh, Oftentimes what we do is an echo of what's in our heart, but oftentimes what Paul had a problem with was people that uh, on the outside would be looking like they were following the rules and the laws, but inside they they didn't know who Christ was. They didn't have it in their heart. They didn't feel it in their heart. They were just kind of going through the the motions, and what Paul was telling them is that it's more important that you feel it that you really understand who God is in your life, that you really understand the love of Christ in your life because the more that you feel that, the more your actions will echo that. And by example, he talks about the, the, when you follow the, uh, uh, the desires of the flesh, and that's, uh, he talks about things like greed, and when we, the things that put us against each other, the things that make us uh, completely self-centered, and all of that stuff. And then he talks about the fruit of the Spirit, and those signs that you are truly following the Spirit of God. And he gives us things like love and joy and things like that. We've gone through those things, and if you want to join uh, uh, in on any of those, you can just look past our, on our YouTube pages or anything like that, and you'll see where we've gone with this. Today we are at kindness. You know, you know what's funny is that whenever, whenever I hit on these, we've had like love, we've had like peace, we've had joy, and when I hit on something like kindness, I'm reminded that's We could use more of it. We could use a lot more of it. Uh, To be kind does not mean to be kind just to the people in your circle. But we've kind of reached that point where we think that being kind is uh, permissible to the ones that we are with, but we do not have to be kind to anybody on the outside. We're in hard times today. We are in great division today. There is violence, there is prejudiceness, there are people that are afraid. That's exactly the same way it was when Paul wrote this. There were wars, there were violence. The very people that were starting this church were fearful because as as Will said earlier, uh, you oftentimes, if you met as a Christian church, you faced persecution. So the people that are meeting are afraid. They're feeling the same kind of stuff that we're feeling today. We do feel fearful sometimes and we do feel this great division and we do feel argumentative and all of that kind of stuff. And even during that time 2,000 years ago, Paul is still saying the important thing is is to be kind. Just to be kind. In another one of his letters, he talks to the Ephesians and he says, all bitterness, wrath, Anger, shouting, and slander must be removed from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving each other just as God in Christ also has forgiven you even during that time. We like to say, you know, but these times are different. We don't have to be kind to that person or this person or anything like that. It was very similar back then. And Paul is saying, no, it's very important that we rise above. See, oftentimes we think that the way that people treat us, we can just hit them back. Christ isn't about that. He's not about the punch back. He's about the alternative. He's about doing something different. Something that builds the kingdom, a a kingdom that is built on love. And an echo of that love is not if uh, I disagree with you, I get to just slam you. I get to argue with you. I get to fight you. I get to go on Facebook and all the social media and trash you. It's a challenge as Christians because we're supposed to rise above that. We're supposed to rise above. We can get angry. We can get angry over uh, social injustices and all of that kind of stuff, but we need to put that energy toward solutions. And what Paul is saying is just sitting here and hating somebody or treating them poorly, that, that's not a solution. That's, that's playing their game. In order to rise above, we have to do something different. I feel like I'm reaching some people, but I think in order to, to get to, to us to all kind of understand this more, I think it's time for a kindness quiz. <laughs> Who's excited about this? Yeah. One person. <laughs> I'm going to give you some scenarios, and this will be multiple choice, and we can decide uh, which is the better option, okay? Let's say we'll start out with like uh, a walk. You're on a walk, Okay. They're walking down the street, and uh, uh, coming towards you, you see somebody that looks friendly, they look nice, you know? And so they walk, you're walking by them. Do you? A, say hello? B, act like you don't see them. Or C, kick them in the shin and tell them they walk funny. Anybody? Ooh, you're playing. You're getting this. You're really getting this. We're gonna keep going here. The door. Let's say you're walking into a, a, a department store. You see that glass door there, you know, and you open it, and you can see that somebody is coming behind you, right? Do you a. Ignore them and walk on through the door. B. Hold the door with a smile. C. Slam the door in their face and laugh at them through the glass. Is it B? You, some of you wanted to say C. I know that. Let's say somebody spills something in, in your sight. You're, you're there, you're, you're walking, somebody's carrying groceries maybe or something like that. They trip and they stumble and the groceries just go scattering. Do you A, help them pick up things with a smile? B, act like you don't see them? Or C, grab as much of their things as you can and run away? There's, there's, I'm, you're getting the right answers, we're lacking some energy here. Just, the enthusiasm, it's like, oh, we gotta pick A. I would rather, I know I would rather act like I don't see them, but uh, okay, we'll pick A. Okay, let's say you're at that grocery store, and you're in the line. You have just a couple of things, and you can see people behind you. You've got like a, let's say you've got a full cart, and you can see people behind you that just have like a handful of stuff, right? The line's kind of long. Do you A? Look at your phone and ignore everyone else. B, smile and offer to let them go ahead of you. Notice how many of these have the word smile in it. Because you can be nice and still be a jerk, you know. C, yell no cuts. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Someone's adding alcohol to their coffee. <laughs> you're driving. Here's another one. You're driving. You're on the street. Somebody comes and you're about to go to one of those merge things, you know, and somebody speeds ahead of you and just cuts you right off. Do you A, say to yourself, jerk face or something like that? B, chase them for seven miles while honking and making faces at them? Or C, let it go? All of the above? <laughs> I'm not going on any road trips with any of you. C. Now, the husband said all of the above, the wife said C. Who's driving home? Ah, yeah. oh. that's going to be interesting. Now, let's say you're just having a disagreement with somebody you don't see eye to eye with somebody? Do you, A, make sure you are the loudest? B, tell them they are a stupid poopy butt face? Or C, communicate respectfully, taking turns to speak and to listen? (laughs) Now I just feel like I'm getting heckled. Isn't it amazing how sometimes we take quizzes like this? We know the answers. We definitely know the answers to this. This is not rocket scientists. This is, we, we just know this. There's, there's something in our being uh, that tells us that this is the right way to act. That thing in our being that tells us what the right way is, that's the fruit of the Spirit. That's our connection with our soul, and that's our connection with God, and that's our connection with each other. But it is hard. I've been in pretty much every one of those situations and have not done the thing that I was supposed to do. I've been in places where I've looked at my phone and acted like I couldn't see people. I've yelled at people in the car. I've done all of those things. You get me on a bad day or a different thing. We've all done those bad things. But Christ calls us to do something higher. The way that when, when, when the, the Christianity for us, it is not just something that we uh, go to. It's not a club. It's not something that we wear as a badge of honor that we have this and other people don't. It is a responsibility. It is something that we are, we are called, and I do not even say this lightly, we are called to help change the world. And if we are to change the world... That means not doing what everybody else is doing. That means not fighting back with anger and assaults and bullying and all of that kind of stuff. We have people that are calling themselves Christians. We have people that are calling themselves pastors right now that are bullying, belittling, making fun of, and tormenting people. I've yet to see anything in the Bible that tells us that we are allowed to do that. We are to rise above. That's the fruit of the spirit. If we look at the world, the world now when I say the world, I don't just mean the United States, I don't mean Nebraska football fans. I, I don't mean oh, though a bad game yesterday, but sorry, I, I don't mean uh, in our immediate bubble. When I say the world, I say what God sees what god sees that's everyone that, that i mean everyone that's all of them and so let's have that be our scenario it's no longer just somebody dropping a bag it's no longer somebody just walking through a grocery store line or anything like that it is the world the entire population every single living thing on the planet the kingdom we are to build the kingdom We are to help prepare the kingdom. We are to be inviting. We are to spread that message of love. So when we look at the world, do we A, treat others the way you would like to be treated? B, help each other? C, share the love of Christ? Or D, all the above? (laughs) Yeah, now. So glad I didn't go to high school with you. (laughs) This is who we're called to be. In this world, in this day and age, this is exactly who we're called to be. We get angry. We see things that happen in our world that are unjust. But what Paul is telling us 2,000 years ago is the same thing he's telling us today. That just going on social media and making a nasty comment, that's not going to change the world. Telling somebody that they are a a stupid poopy butt face because they believe something—that's not going to reach them. If I have a disagreement with you and all I do is attack you, uh, do we have common ground anywhere? Do we do we do we have any chance of ever uh, listening to each other, or do we just defend ourselves against the attack? Do I just stand on the people that uh, stand with the people that believe what I believe? and bully the people that don't? That's not what God calls us to do. Remember, when, when, uh, when Paul talks about the fruits of the spirit, he's not talking about uh, gifts that you can just take and say, oh, I got this. This is a gift from God. God's given me kindness. It's a responsibility. It's, think of it less as a fruit basket, more as a tool belt. Because we're not practicing Christianity if we're not sharing the things that God has given us, that's that's why Paul uh, says, uh, "Forgiving each other, just as God in Christ has forgiven you." In other words, the thing that you're getting when you connect with God, the things that you are getting, share it. Send it off. Don't just play the same game that everybody's playing. If somebody hits us, we don't just hit back. If somebody disagrees with us, we don't just call them names. If somebody's different than us, we don't just fear them. There's a lot of fear these days. A lot of people are living in fear these days. And it makes them go to the extremes of certain sides. I, I, you see extremes in uh, you know, the ultra-conservative. You see the extremes in the ultra-liberal. And each one of them are having such a hard time communicating with the other because the only thing that they're doing is throwing lobs and insults and talking amongst their group. Christ is about meeting in the middle, about having that conversation, about truly asking, what would Jesus do? And that what Jesus' do does not mean it's just what your side would do and you just claim Jesus would say that. Because most of the time Jesus is saying, that ain't what I'm saying. One of the things that can help us being kind in the extremities is being kind in the little moments. We have opportunities every day to share kindness with one another. And yeah, It is saying hi to that person that you're walking by. It is getting the door for people. It is letting somebody go first. It is not letting the things in traffic get to you. Those little things, those little acts of kindness will help us to practice and get us going for when the big things hit the fan. I pray that what we can do is practice those little things, because sometimes the big things just seem over overblown and over. But if we are spending every day just practicing kindness, sending a note to somebody that you care about, rather than commenting that uh, someone is 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 dumb for their belief, sending a note to somebody that encourages them, being kind. if we can practice that every day, then maybe we can. Get an energy going maybe this thing will catch on and maybe we'll be able to start communicating with each other will's going to play just for about 20 seconds and then he's before he plays his his song and what i'd love us to do is uh if you want to talk at your table you can if you want to just think about it yourself but i really want us to take this home what else how else can we practice kindness What are other ways? I just gave some examples, but what are some other ways that you see in your immediate world right now that you could practice kindness? And and you're not allowed to say if they would just, or what they need to do, this is a look at just us, me. What can I do? What can I do to help spread kindness? You know, when we talk about kindness and things like that, it seems just so simple. It's such a simple thing. You know, you, you, we come here for, uh, uh, you know, for, for, for guidance and things like that. And ju- when someone just says, just be kind, it just seems so simple. But there's a deepness to it. When, we, when we're kind, we're, we're dropping those little ponds in the river and those ripple effects will have an effect. It's deep and simple. That's why we call ourselves a deep and simple church. A deep and simple church that loves God, loves ourselves, and loves our neighbors. May we spread that kindly.